Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I'm Laura Simon. Some nice fall weather is continuing into our weekend, but with that being said, we should mention there is a wildfire risk because of the windy and dry weather we've been experiencing. Let's check in with meteorologist Jamie Travers this morning with a look at what we can expect. Do we have any rain in the foreseeable future? You know, we really could use some rain. Um, we have dry conditions though, dry vegetation, low relative humidity. So yeah, we had that red flag warning. I sound worse than I feel. So sorry, we're just, we're just gonna try to get through this this morning. Uh, Temperature-wise, we are in the 50s though. We're going to see these temperatures uh, really climbing through the 50s, 60s, 70s, and to about 80 degrees. So it is going to be a warm one although windy out ahead of a cold front. So there's that view from space. Not a lot happening overhead cloud wise. I am expecting tons of sunshine for today, but those temperatures now are a little bit on the cool side, but that's not going to be for long. In fact, look at this warm up up to 72 degrees by 11 this morning. So really it's going to be a very nice Saturday, except for the gusty winds and of course that uh, fire danger, high fire danger that we are tracking. More on the roller coaster temperatures though that we're going to experience here coming up more. Okay, Jamie, really appreciate that. Hopefully you can rest your voice a little bit before we speak to you again, but we do have some breaking news to bring to you here this morning. Police are investigating a shooting that happened near downtown on 3rd and Gratiot. They say that three people were shot just before one in the morning. They all showed up at hospitals with what appear to be non-life-threatening injuries. If you have any information would like to remain anonymous, you can always call Crime Stoppers at 1-866-371-TIPS. We are learning more about an argument between two people in a normally quiet Wentzville neighborhood. It ended up leading to a shooting. This all happened in a cul-de-sac on Evergreen Court just before 8 last night. Police tell us a man got shot several times. They say they performed life-saving measures on the victim before EMS rushed him to the hospital. We're still working to get an update on his condition here this morning, but we do know police took a suspect into custody. A person walking is struck on I-270 in North St. on I-270 North rather in St. Louis County. And we want to show you some video from the MoDOT camera there in that area last night. The Missouri State Highway Patrol is saying this crash happened on 270 near North Florissant Road. And traffic in both directions of I-270 slowed down but did not shut down. An accident reconstruction team with the Highway Patrol also responded there to the scene. At this point in time, it is not clear what led up to this crash, but we're going to continue to read the crash reports for you throughout the morning and bring you the very latest as more information does become available. But one person, a pedestrian struck and killed on I-270 there last night. A St. Louis City firefighter is accused of making fraudulent charges with a debit card that belongs to the survivor of a deadly crash. The crash took the lives of four people earlier this year and happened not far from SLU's campus. Fox 2's Jeff Bernthal tells us more about the accusations that firefighter is facing. It was back in February when police say a reckless driver forced the victim's SUV off the South Grand overpass, tumbling down to Forest Park Avenue. 
One of the survivors said his wallet was taken and his debit card used. Back in April, Seven Robinson Laney, the survivor of a crash that took the lives of four of his friends, told us he felt victimized all over again when he said someone used his debit card while he was hospitalized. I go just check my bank statements. I see like four transactions that wasn't me on the day of the accident at six o'clock in the morning while I would be in the hospital. Robinson Laney pointed a finger of blame at a firefighter on the scene, but said investigators told him the firefighter claimed the card usage was a mistake and was about to notify authorities about the mix-up. The firefighter was not charged in the city of St. Louis, but a St. Louis County grand jury has now indicted the firefighter, Arnold Britt, for allegedly using the card in the county. He faces a felony charge of receiving stolen property and a misdemeanor charge of fraudulent use of a credit or debit device. We were unable to reach Britt's attorney for a response. The indictment alleges Britt used the debit card at a gas station on Lampin Lantern Village to buy car wash services at this car wash on Clayton Road and to purchase merchandise at this West County Petromart on Manchester. A St. Louis Fire Department spokesman said the department will continue to wait for the conclusion of the investigation. In April, Robinson Laney was convinced the firefighter knew he was using a card from a victim of a tragic crash. I personally want to know why then, you know, why then at that moment would you do that? If convicted of the felony charge, Britt could face jail time. A November 30th court date has been set. Reporting from Midtown, Jeff Bernthal, Fox 2 News. Humanitarian aid has arrived in Gaza. A convoy of trucks carrying desperately needed food and medical supplies entered the war-torn territory from Egypt early this morning. The border opened to allow Palestinians in Gaza to receive this desperate help. Some people in Gaza have only been eating one meal a day and they don't have enough water to drink. Medical workers and fuel for hospital generators are also urgently needed. It all comes as Israel attempts to flush Hamas militants out following that deadly October 7th surprise attacks. Closer to home, a French bulldog puppy is recovering after being thrown out of a three-story window of an apartment building. A week ago today, Brianna Garcia got home from work and she immediately noticed her two Frenchies were missing. Police say two suspects who were actually clients of Garcia's barbershop broke into her house and stole the dogs. Police went undercover, setting up a sting to help get the dogs back. And when they were closing in, officers believed the suspects panicked and ended up throwing one of those dogs out of an apartment building. When Major Martin came with me with the dog, running towards me with the dog and t yelling at me, tell telling me to get him to a vet, my heart dropped. I can only imagine. Amazingly, four-month-old Tori is making a smooth recovery, but both suspects are facing felony theft charges, and police also busted them for having fentanyl manufacturing products, pill presses, and guns in their apartment. Investigators think this could be part of a bigger drug ring. New short-term rental rules are expected to be enforced in the city of St. Louis here in the near future. The Board of Aldermen passing two bills concerning them on Friday. Concerns about short-term rental 
assholes came to the forefront after massive parties led to violence like this, especially in the downtown area. Aldermen say owners would be required to have permits to operate short-term rentals, and there would have to be a designated contact person for each short-term rental who could be reached 24 hours a day in case there are any problems. If rental property owners violate these rules, their permits could be revoked and they could face a $500 fine for each violation. Mayor Tashara Jones reacted to this vote saying, quote, unregulated short-term rentals have long disparate impacts on the safety of our communities. Today, St. Louis finally joined cities across the nation to regulate short-term rentals and hold operators accountable to the communities where their properties are located. She does plan to sign this legislation into law soon. An organization is working to provide hope and guidance for kids who are in juvenile detention. Episcopal City Mission chaplains offer spiritual support to children and teens. Some are as young as 11 years old. They're detained because they're believed to have committed an offense and are awaiting a court-ordered appearance. All of the services are voluntary. For more about the work Episcopal City Mission provides for kids in custody, Join Jasmine Huda for the Pulse of St. Louis at 8.30 this morning, right here on Fox 2, right after Fox 2 News in the morning, and then at 7.30 tonight on KPLR News 11. October, of course, is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and happening today, the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk is happening out at Union Station. It's a celebration of courage and hope. Organizers say when people sign up for this walk, they're supporting breast cancer patients, survivors, and caregivers. Check-in starts at 8 this morning. The walk itself begins at 9, and Fox 2 is a proud sponsor of this event. Our own Mike Colombo will be emceeing the walk, and I'll be out there later this morning, too. So if you see us out there, Make sure you come up to us and say hi. Now is a good time to mark your calendar or maybe ask your Alexa device to remind you because next week is more coverage you can count on. From the World Series to a Fox Files investigation uncovering new unexpected neighbors and a day of remembrance and resilience. Here's Fox Files investigator Mitch McCoy with a preview for us. Nothing's going to bring my mom back, but you know, we want to make sure this doesn't happen again. Tuesday marks one year since a gunman shot his way into a St. Louis high school, killing two and injuring multiple others. But as each day passes, more questions arise that police have not answered. The shooting investigation is still ongoing. Does that surprise you? I know there's a lot that goes into it, but um, yeah, I guess it does in a way yeah, surprise me. Then Thursday night at 9, some residents want a return policy on new neighbors. Round the clock, the beep, beep, beep as the trucks are backing in and out. Why commercial delivery trucks are popping up in residential neighborhoods. And play ball. I guess when I look back, uh, it has been a hell of a career. Dan Farrell, the Cardinals Senior Vice President for Sales and Marketing, is calling it a career after more than four decades with the franchise. The role he's played building the Cardinals brand and the promotions he's most proud of. Then on Friday night, catch game one of the World Series right here on Fox 2. It's coverage you can count on. And that was Mike Colombo reporting for us, staying very busy. He's emceeing that breast cancer walk happening a little bit later this morning. And a lot of people want to know how the weather is going to be. Here we are close to the end of October already. Jamie, what can we expect? And I know your voice, it's that time of year, though, when the seasons change and everything just gets kind of 
I know, I know. I feel like everyone's sick right now. Yeah. Wherever you go. <clears throat> so what we have today, warm and gusty conditions. So that's what we're going to be seeing. Unseasonably warm temperatures today, climbing to near 80 degrees. So let's go ahead and get right to it. I'm going to try to limit my words today. A 67 is that normal high. Record 88. We're going to hit around 79, maybe even 80 degrees today. Out ahead of a cold front, those gusty winds out of the north and west, though, are creating those high fire dangers. So burning today, not recommended. Don't burn any uh, piles of those uh, fall leaves. We have dry vegetation, low humidity, and then, of course, those gusty winds. 54 out there right now. South wind at three miles per hour. Pressure is falling. This is Belleville, Eckert's Farm. Hard to make that out though. We have temperatures in the 40s and 50s, depending upon where you are really, but most of us are in the 40s. Rolla, one of the warmer spots at 57. So warm front lifting through, cold front comes through a little bit later on today. Winds will be out of the south early on, then west, then eventually northwest. Highs climb to about 80 or so. Upper 70s for most places. We might hit 80 in St. Louis, but I did keep that forecast right at 79. Then overnight tonight into tomorrow, temperatures fall into the 40s behind that front. Wind should ease. And then tomorrow about 10 degrees cooler than today. Back to normal for this time of year. So highs tomorrow in the upper 60s versus today in the upper 70s. So those gusty winds to about 30 miles per hour out of the south, eventually the northwest the later on today. So we split the difference there. Westerly winds 15 to 30. Tonight down to 47, clear and cool. North wind 5 to 10. Now what you're looking at for the work week, look at those numbers, 78 on Monday, 81 on Tuesday. So we get warm for the work week again. Sunday is a brief cool down. Now we need some rain. We don't have a lot of it in the forecast, but or in the short term for forecast, but Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe even into Saturday morning, the slow moving front brings us a chance for wider spread rain and maybe even a few rumbles of 